Blog Talk Radio. Sponsored by WomenSpeakers.com, the largest online directory of Christian women speakers in the world, you're listening to Marnie's Friends. Welcome to Marnie's Friends, the online training show where experts share insights into aspects of life and leadership that take you from surviving to thriving ASAP. Right now, you are about to discover practical, doable success strategies to shorten your learning curve, increase your productivity, and skyrocket your delight in life. Be sure to thank today's guests by sharing this program via your favorite social media outlet and swing by Marnie.com and give me a shout out too. Now let's get going with today's episode of Marnie's Friends. Hi everybody, this is Marnie. Excited to have you back with us for another edition of Marnie's Friends. And today we're talking about organizational strategies for speakers. Excited to have you here with us, whether you're just trying to get organized, generally looking forward to being a speaker, or whether you already are a speaker. And we've got such great fun in store for you. We've got a bunch of recorded clips from speakers. You know, I've been doing these Facebook Lives with several of the speakers, uh, the featured speakers over at womenspeakers.com. You can catch all of that over at facebook.com forward slash Christian Women Speakers Directory and uh, catch the Facebook Lives over there. Anyway, we captured out just their organizational tips for today, also with a guest appearance from Carol Top, a CPA who's going to help us with some tax deductions that you can take. So during the next hour, we're going to cover tax deductions that you can take legally as a speaker, how to keep good records, how to create a speaker contract or confirmation form to be sure that you get everything important in advance, how to manage your filing systems, uh, my favorite online booking and scheduling tool, and much more. So let's go ahead and get started right now with our tax deductions tips from Carol Pop. Now, Carol is a CPA, and um, you want to be sure to listen. She's going to offer you a free gift at the end of this, too. So tune in right now for tax tips for speakers. So I'd have to say one of the most important tax deductions speakers can take that they may not know about is what's called a per diem meal expense. This is when you are traveling away from your tax home and you have to eat a meal. Now, most of us know to keep the meal receipts, And then we can deduct on our business tax return up to 50%. But but you could also use what's called a per diem rate, which is a daily rate for all of your meals that day. And the the rate is set by the government. So you can go to gsa.gov and look for per diem rates or just Google per diem rates. And you'll find it, and it runs somewhere between 51 and $74 a day for food. And I don't know about you, but I can barely eat $51 a day, a whole day for food. It, the rates vary depending upon what city you're in. So some high-cost cities, you can deduct even more of your meal expenses. And that means you don't have to keep track of you know receipts and things like that. You just get to take this per diem meal expense when you are traveling away from your tax home. Good tip there, huh? And I bet speakers travel a lot. Some other tax deductions you could take as a speaker would include your mileage when you need to drive places to speaking gigs, things like that. Keep track of your mileage, and uh, that really adds up. The rate changes every year, so it's best just to keep track of the destination, the purpose, and the actual mileage. I use Google Maps in my calendar and then um, add it all up at the end of the year. 
Also, your cell phone and your Internet use. Now, those need to be prorated for what is personal expenses versus uh, business expenses, but you can make an estimate of that. You don't have to keep a log of how much you use your cell phone, but you can make an estimate. If it's 50% for business use, then you can deduct 50% of your cell phone bills. Same with your Internet. And finally, don't forget about expenses like your website um, and other things like that that you might use for advertising. Those are all business-related and tax-deductible, so take every deduction you're allowed. Now, the other question about what things do we wish we could deduct that we can't, well, that would be our clothing. And I know if you're like me, I have certain special outfits that I wear when I speak, but since they are what the IRS calls street-worthy, meaning I can wear them on the street, they're not a clown costume, you know, (laughs) or anything like that, uh, I cannot deduct the clothes that I buy just to look good when I speak. Sorry, it's considered a personal expense because, of course, you can wear it in your personal life. So, wish we could deduct that, but you can't. Now, I do want to mention that there have been a lot of changes in the tax code. In 2018, the tax return is going to look completely different. The IRS is proposing a new look to the 1040. And there's a new qualified business income deduction that you need to be aware of. This is a deduction for qualified businesses. You would probably qualify. And you get to deduct up to 20% of your profit against your federal income tax. So that's fabulous. This is a, a new business deduction called a qualified business income deduction. So you want to be looking for that on your 2018 tax return. If you're doing it yourself, this might be a very good year to hire a professional to help you do your tax return because of the new look to the taxes and so many, so many changes in the tax code starting for 2018. So I hope those tips are helpful. I have a, a free ebook of tax deductions at my website. My website is called taxesforwriters.com, but all this stuff applies to speakers too. And of course, a lot of speakers are writers. So head on over to taxesforwriters.com, download the free ebook, and you'll get a detailed explanation of what kinds of things are tax deductible for you as a speaker and or writer. Fantastic. That was Carol Top of taxesforwriters.com, and you're going to want to check over at her website for that free ebook that she has available to you so you don't miss out anything. My favorite part of that was the per diem. I had no idea that you could uh, pick either or, uh, so I was just keeping receipts, but I'm not a big eater when I'm on the road, so I mean, so cool. That's awesome. Taxesforwriters.com. Thank you, Carol Top, for those great tips. Next, I'm going to introduce Jennifer Catamore. She is one of our speakers over at womenspeakers.com. She's going to share some uh, organizational strategies that she uses, and one of hers also relates to the money part of your speaking ministry. So here she comes, Jennifer Catamore. I would say pray and pray and pray because I always I get distracted pretty easily, so I'm like squirrel. So I have to really be careful that I don't. I keep everything very organized. So I am very organized. I pray and I ask God to just, you know, give me discernment and organizational skills, and He always does. 
Um, I back everything up. I, 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 st I print everything, anything that comes through to me. I print it out so that I have it. I put it in a folder so that I can look and see what that event is. I have everything, all correspondence in there, um, all of my mileage and everything. But see, that's how God prepared me, right, with the construction business, with our construction business. Like, I had all of those skills already, the organizational skills. So it was just kind of natural for me to go to that. So yeah. Yeah. How I do that only by the grace of God really is how I keep it all organized. So I'm going to throw a question at you that I didn't prepare you for, and if you don't know the answer, just tell me. But do you have certain things that you keep track of for taxes with your speaking ministry? Yes, absolutely. I have a, well, like I said, the travel log of the mileage, right? Yep. Uh, I also have a sheet that I, whenever I go to an event, I have people sign off, particularly if there's been a love offering given to me in cash, which most times right. it's but uh, love offer, and I have somebody sign off on that to hold me accountable. So I have that with me for taxes, and then should that, and I mark, if there are several checks, like some of my events, I've had several checks, there's been money, sure. mark that all down and uh, keep that organized that way. Um, and then I use a software to keep everything in that. So, um, yeah. Do you use Schedule C? Yes, yes. Uh-huh, yeah. So thank you. I, I just thought of that as we were talking, and thank you for sharing that. Are there any other organizational things that you had hoped to be able to share today? Oh, my goodness. The list is so long. But, no, I think that's pretty good. I think we've okay. got yeah. <laughs> I use QuickBooks if anybody is wondering what the software is. That's mm -hmm. what I, I input everything into there. That was Jennifer Cadamore. She's one of our featured speakers at ChristianWomenSpeakers.com. It's WomenSpeakers.com. It's all Christian women, but uh, WomenSpeakers.com is the URL. Jennifer uh, was saying at the end that she uses QuickBooks, and I do encourage you to get some kind of a professional um, money management tool like that. It's so helpful when you go to do taxes to have everything laid out for you. It, it puts it all in categories. Well, you put it in the categories, but then it puts the report in such a way that makes it really easy for you to go forward. Our next guest today is Julie Butenkirk, and um, I've been working on her name for a while, but she's one of our featured speakers at womenspeakers.com. Butenkirk, and uh, Julie is going to share with us some of her favorite organizational strategies for keeping her speaking ministry organized, and hopefully this will be of assistance to you as well. The biggest thing that I've done that has made a huge difference is more organizing my content um, mm. because I feel like I do have so much content. Um, I know sometimes after you've prepared and you've researched, and I'm a paper person, so I've printed stuff out and I've highlighted stuff, and I, you know, and it's like, oh gosh, what do I do with all this great stuff, you know? Um, so one thing I've done is anytime I ever speak, whether it's retreat, event, Sunday, whatever it might be, I make a specific folder, and I put the title of the topic on there. And I put anything in there that's relative. Um, if it's an event, I might put their contact name. I'll put, you know, anything that I need it, right, directions, whatever it might be. The final draft of, you know, my message, um, as well as the material that I maybe use to get there, you know, because I've already found that I'll go back and I'll be like, didn't I do that one thing about X, Y, Z? You know, and I feel like if I didn't have those things organized, it you know there'd be no way to find there'd be no luck in finding it you know you know what, can uh, I pause you right do that yeah can I pause you right there for a moment too because I want to just throw in for you guys who are tech savvy 
it is really important that you bring a backup paper copy of anything that you have on your computer. Like you, you have your whole PowerPoint set up, all that's great and everything. Bring a paper copy. It is, technology is, um, you know, my dad ran sound systems in churches my whole life, and I, I have come to the very, very seasoned conclusion that there are demons attached to technology, that that's the whole job. <laughs> when you get somewhere and you're ready and you are so ready and you don't have it on paper and nothing is working, you know, and your oh. agitation, stress level is going up, 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 up to the ceiling. And it just doesn't have to happen if you have it on a paper as well. So for those of you who are tech savvy, still use a little old school wisdom here and take that with. Okay, Julie, back to you. <laughs> oh, no, I was going to say I have it all on my computer, so I still do, you know, use the technology as much as possible. But I think it does help, yes, because I had computer issues a while ago, and I lost almost everything on my computer, and I thought, oh, thank God I had my messages printed out. Right. Like I would have thrown up if I would have lost them all. Yeah. No, no and and also yeah. one thing I have found, and this is somewhat organized, I guess, speaking to the idea of bringing stuff with you to your event, is if you do have PowerPoint, I will specifically make a tech copy of my message for whoever is doing the PowerPoint, and I will highlight slide one, slide two, slide three, um, and just feedback I've gotten is, oh my gosh, thank you, like. Right. This has helped me follow along. If you're not the one doing the clicking, you know, sometimes we're the ones doing the clicking, but if not, make it easy for them. Love that. Love that. Okay, well, we're almost out of time here. I did want to just circle back around to womenspeakers.com for a moment here. Um, I'm curious to know, and if you would share with everybody, where you get most of your speaking leads, and also as a follow-up question to that, what, what has been your favorite thing about being part of womenspeakers.com, or maybe something you've learned from the site? Okay. Um, well, let's see. How much time do I have? No. <laughs> um, well, I right now I would say my leads are majority from womenspeakers.com, um, which has been really exciting. And so after that, um, then referrals, you know, word of mouth. Um, and I think the longer you do it, obviously, then you get more people talking, more people sharing. You might get asked back. I mean, that's already happened for me several times, which is exciting, right. is they want you to come back the next year. Um, so womenspeakers.com um, and then uh, referrals. And then I've gotten several um, through my blog. And I don't blog as much as I should, but that's an element of social media that is, again, if you – feel led to do that and God's calling you to do that, um, that can be another huge source because you could put link pictures on Pinterest, you know, from your blog right. and, I mean, all sorts of fun stuff. So um, probably, yes, that's probably been my greatest source of leads um, has been you guys. Um, and then as far as what I like, you know, when I was looking to kind of get myself out there. I wanted to see, yes, what resources are out there. And probably the three biggest things that jumped out as far as you guys was, one, I think, you know, because money is an issue for so many people, um, you guys are so, you know, I don't know, cost effective. I'm not sure what the exact word is, but you're you're so budget friendly. Let me put that. For what you give us, and for what you charge is amazing. So I would say the price is amazing. Um, 
and then I think because you're getting more than the listing, that was the other thing that really drew me. Um, I feel mm-hmm. like I've learned so much being a part of this because of all these extra things that you do, Marnie. It's like, mm-hmm. it's amazing. I mean, it's wonderful. It's like this group of like-minded women and, you know, we can learn from each other. So I think for me, those are the two biggest things. I feel like you've made it possible for me to, you know, get myself out there and yet you continue to build into us with all the educational things and the speakers and oh and also I said three things the third thing was I love that we have access to statistics I love Mm -hmm. that that you give us you can we can see you know how many you know people have visited our our profile and everything I think that's awesome because that that's like immediate feedback for us well, that's, that was Julie Boothinsturk of womenspeakers.com. You want to check out her web page uh, over at the site and uh, give her a shout out if you need a speaker coming up. Um, we are going to talk next about the booking system and scheduling tool that I use for my, um, for my ministry. And I use, it's called a square appointments. I've used a couple of different things over the years. Um, single appointment setting or scheduling tool that's out there has pros and cons. I mean, that's just the way it is. Some of them are very expensive. The one I had last year was very expensive. Square appointments is free, which is one of its best qualities. It's also really um, nice looking. It's easy to use, and uh, you can put it anywhere. So if you're trying to show when you have speaker bookings or when you're free, weekends you're free, that kind of thing, it's a great way to do that. If you do something with your ministry, like I do with a coaching side to it, uh, you can use it for that. Um, there's all kinds of things you can do. But I did want to share with you um, Square Appointments, something that I've just found this year and have been enjoying using that. Um, one of the things you do want to do is at some point have a calendar out of where you're speaking. Uh, we, we do the a version of it at womenspeakers.com. A lot of speakers have it at their own website on a separate page, um, upcoming speaking events. However you do that, that's up to you. What we do offer at womenspeakers.com is the womensevents.info opportunity. So if someone who's hosting, let's say Beth Moore or what like that, if they want to come in and publicize with us, there's a fee for an outsider to do that. But if you are part of womenspeakers.com, a paying member, either a featured or a speaker level member, is included with your membership that you can go ahead and promote your events. Now, there is a caveat to that. The event has to be A, open to the public. B, it has to be hosted by and for Christian women. Now, obviously, it can be for speakers or whatever, but it's a Christian women's event. And C, it has to anticipate over 100 uh, participants, 100 women in attendance. Now, if only 80 come or something, that's not your problem. But they have to. It can't be like an event for 20 people. The other thing is, it can't be a weekly re- event. Like it can't be your weekly or monthly mops group. It can't be your weekly or monthly aglow or women's Bible study or anything like that. It's major women Christian women's events, and you are welcome to publish all of yours over there. It's a great thing that you have to offer to planners that are bringing you in is that you'll help with the publicity by sharing it over there. The next speaker you're going to hear from now is Carla Gasser. She's been a a featured speaker at womenspeakers.com for a long time. She's going to share some of her favorite um, organizational strategies, and then we're going to talk a little bit about contracts or confirmation agreements. 
what really helps me, and, and, and this um, kind of dovetails with the whole money thing, is learning how to write up a contract. Ah, good, good, good. Yeah, yep. and just putting everything above board and just having them, you know, exactly what you need, what the topic's going to be, how long you're going to be speaking, how many women are going to be there, what you're responsible for, what they're responsible it. for. Perfect. It mm-hmm. has, I have honed it over the years, but wow, it has been a lifesaver. For both parties, it protects you, but it also protects the, the people that are Absolutely. hiring you. Absolutely. And at first, <laughs> I didn't think it was necessary, but wow, if you could come up with a really, it doesn't have to be all legalese, and it doesn't have to be, you know, so um, specific, but it does protect you and you know, and the event coordinator. Absolutely. And you call yours a contract. I call mine a confirmation form, whatever you're comfortable with. And the other thing is, you guys, I'm going to actually post mine at the Facebook group page so you can see. Carla, would you be able to share yours? Would that be something you'd be willing to do? Oh, yeah, I could do that. Oh, we'd love to do that for you guys because we recognize if you haven't ever done this, you don't even know what questions you're supposed to ask. But, I mean, you can ask everything from including, will you have a PowerPoint projector? Are you going to be videoing me? Are you going to be audioing me? And how does that work? Are you going to sell it? Are you going to share that money with me? You know, I mean, you just have so many questions that you ask, especially as you get doing this more and more. That was Carla Gasser. She's one of our uh, longtime uh, favorite speakers over at womenspeakers.com. You can look up her profile over there anytime, Carla Gasser. And uh, we talked a little bit with her about contracts. I wanted to let you know that the page where – so we've been – right now we're in the middle of this speaker booking kickstart. And the page where all of these trainings are going to be, as well as her sample contract, my sample uh, confirmation agreement, and Donna Jones has also – she's a, a featured speaker at womenspeakers.com. She's also agreed to share her sample uh, contract with you over there. So if you go to womenspeakers.com, forward slash kickstart womenspeakers.com forward slash kickstart you'll see everything that's included in the speaker booking uh, kickstart which is the how to get more bookings and that one I encourage you to listen if this is the first one you're listening to go back and listen to that one because that's like the the very most basic it's got the statistics of the site how to you know who's really getting booked how they're getting booked that kind of thing is in that first one the second one is the magnetism of hot topics the third one is social media publicity tips and now this is the fourth and final one of the kickstart which is speaker organizational strategies right under that bottom uh, audio the speaker organizational strategies you're going to find uh, the sample contracts there from Carla Donna and myself and I encourage you to just take some time look those over and go ahead and put together one of your own. Our, our, our contract or confirmation forms are very different from each other's, even though they have uh, obviously the, the content overlaps, but how we actually put them together uh, is real different from each other. It's uh, anything from a one page to a two page. It's uh, from more like a letter look to more like an Excel um, tab, table look. Uh, so just go ahead and, and check it out and create one of your own. And maybe there's something that we missed that you wanted to have on your staff. Great, whatever works for you that's what is the best one and you could always tweak it as you go forward but having a confirmation agreement is really a great thing to have a to make sure you have all the details in one place and that they have all the details in one place but then also be it's a wonderful way when a planner is 
you know, you're kind of nearing the end of the first conversation. And she's, you know, well, let's just go ahead and, you know, we'll pray about this. I'll take it to the team and I'll get back to you. And you can say, great. And I'm going to just go ahead and send you over my confirmation form. And you can, you know, look that over. And if you have any questions, you can feel free to get back to me. It's going to generate a second conversation if they're serious at all. Uh, so it's great. It's great to have one just to start getting all everything on the table. The other thing is, during those uh, Facebook Live interviews with the speakers, I asked every speaker how she handled money. And they all have a different answer, of course, because um, the money piece is just what it is. It's got to be unique. It's, we, we aren't really selling a commodity like toothpaste, you know. <laughs> every speaker has different uh, needs. Some speakers are full-time, and they're supporting their family with their speaking income. They have to charge. Other people... Um, this is something they do once a month or once a quarter or twice a year. Uh, you know, it's very different from speaker to speaker. But, again, uh, the confirmation form is a great way to bring up the topic of money. If it hasn't come up yet, it's right there on your confirmation form and so that you can actually have that conversation very naturally by using that form. Next, I'd like to introduce you to speaker Marlene Lawson, and she's, uh, again, one of our featured speakers over at womenspeakers.com. You're going to love her here. She comes talking about getting organized. Well, I'll tell you real quick, I am not uh, strong in the, the administrative end, and so anything that would help me, um, to me, it's overwhelming. So I have found a couple of things. Number one, keeping track of mileage and travel. Um, oh my goodness! I don't. I hate numbers, and even keeping a little book in the car at times is overwhelming. And I missed so many opportunities to track and help my business end of it um, with tracking those things. Mm -hmm. So I found uh, an app called Mile IQ, and um, it's a free app. You get up to. You can log up to forty uh, travel. Uh, you know, trips just from point A to point B um, a month uh, for free. And so I am careful to turn it on when I'm doing ministry errands or doing ministry travel and then turn it off because it's easy to use up your 40 if you just keep it on all the time because your personal stuff doesn't count. It's it's my ministry stuff I want to track. So that has been um, great. An excellent way for me easily. It's on my phone. My life is in my phone. I have my phone with me everywhere. So I, <laughs> a little I just, oh, I know. So um, I just, I use my like you, which has been really great for me. And then any other receipts um, or things, I have a box that I throw them into so I can just go through them easily. Um, I have files. Uh, and my email accounts, I have um, my email is on my phone, my contacts are on my phone, my calendar is on my phone. Um, and honestly, as um, challenged as I am in the detail department, it is a blessing I am living and ministering in this technology age. Even though I'm older, <laughs> I'm not always good at it, but it truly, um, you know, if you're not comfortable with it, all you got to do is ask your kids or your grandkids, <laughs> and, uh, you know, and they'll get my daughter has been a great help in getting me set up. So um, absolutely, uh, it's important, <laughs> I, even for topics. I'll get ideas, and I'll open yeah. my notes app, and I'll, and I'll just quick, you know, put them down so I don't forget them. So it's been great. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I always say, I, I'm like you, I always say I would have made a terrible pioneer woman. I'm really happy to be living now. 
right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, well, this was fantastic. Thank you so much, and thanks for your life and your ministry. I just love partnering with you and helping uh, planners be able to find out more about Marlene. And uh, thank you so much for sharing this insight today. Well, thank you, Marnie. And truly, again, women speakers and you, like like you said, we haven't met, but I do feel like you've got my back. I really feel like <laughs> this is a place where the body of Christ really shines. The one another's in the New Testament. Um, what an awesome thing to be lived out in a ministry like you've started, Marnie. Thank you so much for Aww. doing this and being obedient yeah. to the Lord. Thanks. You've been listening to Marlene Lawson, one of our featured speakers at womenspeakers.com, and I hope that you will check out her webpage uh, as well, her profile there. She's just a lot of fun and full of, full of good stuff. Um, next, we get to pause in the middle of our organizational strategies for speakers and take a moment to announce and celebrate our grand prize winner. So we've been doing the speaker booking kickstart every August. Every year we do something special for the speakers and, you know, all year we're like focusing on getting the word out about the speakers and work with the planners and all that. But in August we just pause and we do something great to uh, help, help us get ready for the fall and get all the profiles updated and all that. So this year we did a kickstart, and as we have been giving prizes away almost every day over at the Facebook group, and this year we had a grand prize of a lifetime mentorship membership over at Marnie.com. And for those of you who aren't familiar with that, I host WomenSpeakers.com, but I also have my own site, Marnie.com, and everything that I publish, whether it's WomenSpeakers.com or Women'sEvents.info or the Bible Study Expo.com or any books that I write or music that I publish, it's all under the umbrella of Gifts of Encouragement Incorporated. And so I have a mentorship membership over there. I'm just going to go through with you before I announce the winner. I'm going to go through with you um, what you get when you become a member. And there is a lifetime membership of $999. And that includes one of the things alone is the SPI, the Success Principles Intensive Coach Certification Program, which by itself is worth $997. So it's a great deal for $999. But right now, in honor of all of you guys who uh, follow and learn and want to just get in here and do this whole thing, we've got it on sale for half price. So just know if you've ever wanted to become a member, now is the time. Uh, so what's included in that membership, it includes everything that I've published in the past. All 13 of the ebooks that I've published, uh, plus all of the theme sets that I put out for women's ministry organizations, plus all of the boot camps and webinars that we've already done, plus the Spy Coach Certification Program, uh, plus anything that I publish in the future in digital format. So, in other words, when I come up come out with another book uh, at some point called um, the next one will be Perspective Transformation, and I'm not sure when that's coming out, but it, it will it will eventually come out. Uh, that one will be available in paperback, but the mentorship member we'll get it in the e-version so just know that's what's online everything that I do in the future as far as boot camps or webinars um, any more coach certification training or like that any more ebooks or any more theme sets will all be included anything past present or future at marnie.com is included with a lifetime membership um, plus if you qualify you're also 
eternal, you're also locked in for life at womenspeakers.com at the highest level of publicity, which is the featured speaker. At womenspeakers.com, we have free speakers. We have um, speaker-level speakers, which are the intermediate, and then we have the featured speakers, which is, these are the gals who really support the ministry. Um, There's expenses that happen just to run a business or a ministry. And so the gals who pay the featured and the uh, regular speaker fees are the ones who support us, the featured speakers uh, support us the most. When you come in as a lifetime membership, uh, mentorship member at Marnie.com, you get the highest level of publicity. So you come up first in the search results. You're included in every promotion we do, every nationwide promotion we do. Um, the speakers are also included in a lot of them, but uh, the featured speakers are included in all of them. And um, also you have all of the training that's available, including the speaker booking boot camp, and then you also have the ability to add unlimited publicity for your major Christian women's events that you're speaking at or that you're hosting yourself. So those are, uh, those are the things that are included in the Lifetime Mentorship Membership. Again, the value is $999. It's on sale right now for $499. And the winner is, drumroll please, <laughs> Sharon Wilharm. I'm so excited. Sharon's one of our speakers already over at womenspeakers.com. Um, I was so excited to draw her name. Uh, we just had a number, and we put all the all the participants in one bin, and uh, it counted to a certain number, and that was her. So congratulations to you, Sharon Wilharm. You have a lifetime membership both at Marty.com as well as WomenSpeakers.com and WomensEvents.info. Yay! That's so fun. Okay, and this is actually officially the last day of the speaker booking kickstart, which I'm going to miss it. Um, but everything that we've done is going to be available at the um, womenspeakers.com forward slash kickstart page. So if you're just joining us now, don't worry. You can catch all the things you missed over there. And I'll I'll be putting everything else over there that isn't there yet after today. It, it should probably be there by Monday of next week. All right, again, congratulations to Sharon Wilharm. The next thing we're going to do is we are going to meet Kimberly McCormick. She is one of our featured speakers. She's going to share some of her strategies for getting and staying organized in your speaking ministry here. Kimberly McCormick. Well, you are speaking probably to a born organizer. Um, (laughs) 30 years of teaching, not many teachers I know are not organized. So I might be over the top with that. But probably the greatest thing I have, I'm very old-fashioned, I have the accordion file where every slot, you know, every piece of paper has its slot to go. And another thing is do not procrastinate. Um, When you are trying to log your travel miles and your speaker remuneration fees and all that type of information that at the end of the year I need for my my tax man, um, after each event I go directly to my books and get that one done. If you let that pile up, you're going to cry. Right, right. So that's a big tip. Kind of the same, too. One of the things that's popping to my mind as you're saying that is to follow up um, with the names of people you got pretty quickly, too. Again, you forget. It's amazing because you're meeting so many people and you're making promises. And um, you have to follow up. At least get it written down. Like I do it a lot of times in the airport or on the plane. Okay. uh, While it's super fresh in my mind because mm-hmm. otherwise I can't remember, you know. And then once, once I have a tentative um, event scheduled, I have the old-fashioned calendar and it's all written down, yeah. um, which has saved me many times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. 
I, okay. I don't and use the phone. I'm so afraid I'll lose it in my phone sometimes. So I still go to the old-fashioned calendar. <laughs> and do you actually have, like, when you're coming up on an event, do you actually have, like, um, six weeks early, four weeks early, a week early? Do you have things like that that you trigger for yourself, or how do you keep track of the follow-up? I just, intuitive? I just um, make sure, yeah, about every 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 month, if it's far in advance, once yeah. a month, I'll look ahead and just check in with the event planner. You know, this is where I'm at. Are we on the same page? Is there something else you're wanting me to be getting ready? That type of thing. One of the things that I like to do with that part is to actually find out when their meeting dates are mm-hmm. and to actually put that on my prayer chart then, too, so that I'm praying for them on their meeting days. I'm praying for them all along the way, but on meeting days especially. And then you have that touch point also with the planner. Okay, the day or two days after, you're going to follow up and just say, you know, I was praying for you guys on Monday night. You know, what that's happened? Wonderful. Yeah. So it just makes it kind of a natural flow instead of yes. something kind of arbitrary. Right. Cool. Do you have any other thoughts on that one? Um, I like to always follow up afterwards. Yeah. Um, you know, so often the event planner sends the speaker a thank you, but I think we speakers right. need to thank our guests and our hosts for having us and allowing us to share our message and faith story. There are things that I have learned over the past few years being involved with women speakers and probably would have saved myself a little bit of time, you know, if I had thought about these things ahead of time. And you actually stole one of the words already, and that is to be organized. Um, and, and that really is quite simple for me. I'm very paper, I'm still paper product generation. Um, and even though I do, of course, all of my writing and things like that on a laptop, um, being organized, I use a three ring binder. I have ready made templates for taking down information when I get an email or a phone call to speak somewhere. Um, I have a, a series of, of steps on a checklist that once I do accept a lead or accept a, 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 a um, you know accept the the role of speaking somewhere that I know I need to take to get everything done before that event should come. Um, I set a little bit of time aside each week, um, you know, an hour on Tuesday to dedicate to making sure that I am um, you know investing in that way and continuing to stay on top of the organization. So being organized is very very important for me. I cannot function. In chaos, it does not work for me at all. Well, and Beth, let me just interrupt you too because you guys sure. don't know Beth, but Beth works as a teacher. So all of these yes. like all retreats coming up and stuff, you're fitting this around a full work week um, yes. in the system. So I mean, you have to be organized. I do. I mean, you, you know, I I teach in New York State, and they start school uh, this year. I believe it's September fourth, and then I have a weekend retreat on the seventh. So. <laughs> So I'm preparing for back to school and for speaking yeah. sessions all at the same time. I do not have a choice but to be organized. So, yeah. And yeah. Um, uh, tip number two is I kind of I kind of touched on this just a little bit, um, but that is to be flexible with your speaking. Um, but being flexible also, I don't think we should feel obligated to write an entire weekend's worth of new material if we have, and we do, we have stuff that is just already really fantastic. 
when I receive a request, I most recently started to do this. I ask, one of the first questions that I ask is this, is your goal uh, to have your, your event, you know, a little more lighthearted and uplifting or are we, are we doing, are we digging deeper and doing some soul searching? Now, of course, sometimes they want a combination of the two, but whatever their response is, I can say, I have these topics that fall under the lighthearted and uplifting category, or I have these topics that fall under the dig deeper and soul searching category. Um, and then that brings them into a place of where I have already written, you know, some messages and, and things to share with them. However, I do tweak and I do fine tune to make sure that each of those messages is personal to the women who are going to hear it. But I can start at kind of a kind of an, a basic outline sort of place that I already have and then work from there. And so far so good. That has worked really well. So <laughs> No, and that's great. You know, and when you said it, it was kind of interesting because the first thought that came into my mind was, well, that'd be like God rewriting the Bible every time somebody asked a question. Um, yes. You know, so, I mean, I mean, God has already gifted you with a lot of material and definitely um, that he intends for you to use it and reuse it. Uh, not necessarily yes. exactly the same every time. I love, I love the uh, focus on the, the repurposing it for this group. Yeah, okay, yeah. so what is the third tip you had? Third, best for last, and you've already said it. I touched on it as well, and that is pray, 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 pray. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's so easy when you get a request to call back, say yes, you're locked in, it's exciting, the adrenaline is pumping, but not every assignment is meant for you. And, and um, I have learned that the hard way a couple of times. Um, that I kind of pushed, you know, through something that that I realized later was probably meant for someone else. Um, Mm -hmm. Accepting a lead unless you know absolutely for sure that it is for you. Because in doing that, you know, it's a disservice to yourself, it's a disservice to the women that you're speaking to, and it's a disservice to whoever the person is that was supposed to be there to share whatever message they were going to bring. Um, So pray, 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 and let God say yes, this is this is yours. No, it's not. And then don't be afraid to to say no. Don't be afraid to say, you know what? I can't do that. It's either not good timing or it's not a good fit. Um, but prayer is absolutely the most important key of all. Hmm. I was just talking um, yesterday with another one of the speakers, and I said uh, we were we were sharing an event that both of us had spoken on, and I said it's just. Hmm. Mm-hmm. The critical difference when not only you as a speaker are praying for the event, but when they have a prayer team going on their end too, and the, the yes. whole event has been just saturated in prayer. I mean, it, we were just saying it makes all of the difference. Yes, <laughs> you, yes. Can, yes. you know, uh, an event without prayer is just a sad, a sad reflection or image of what it could have been had it been bathed in prayer. So I love that you mm-hmm. saved the best for last. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we are almost out of time. Is there anything else that you wanted to share before we're done here? You know, Marnie, I'm going to share one thing really quick because we didn't quite get to it. And and I just think, you know, you had you had asked a question about um, what was the favorite part of Mm, of womenspeakers.com. And I really want to share this. Um, I believe as women, we all want and love to belong to something 
Um, we love to be a part of something bigger and greater than ourselves, and that is exactly what Women Speakers is. And, you know, I'm a part of a group of women who we're all striving to obey God's call and to serve him through our gift of speaking and the community that loves Jesus, that supports one another, that encourages one another. And, you know, I had mentioned that I have met a, about a dozen other speakers um, that that are also part of womenspeakers.com and we have worshiped together. We've shared the stage together, and and we share a heart and a passion to share Jesus with as many people as possible. And it is amazing, absolutely an honor and a blessing to be involved with that kind of community. And, Marnie, I'm just going to say thank you for making that possible. Um, you have made that possible for a lot of women, and that's just really cool. <laughs> Well, that was Beth Owens. Thank you, Beth. And um, you guys make my, my make my heart sing always. I'm, I, I have so much fun sitting at the back side of this thing watching what God's doing in and through your ministries, in and through your lives. Um, as, as I work with the planners, you know, seeing what God's doing at the event. And it's so exciting. And I don't even get to hardly see any of it. I really don't. Uh, you know, I just get to see a little teeny tip of the iceberg. Uh, sitting back here, but it's so fun to uh, support you guys to see. I, I loved uh, Beth mentioning that she has made connections with some of the other speakers. We don't allow that to happen at the womenspeakers.com uh, site. We use those, we really limit the use of the contact forms for uh, speaking engagements. Sometimes if somebody, you know, finds somebody they lost years ago or something, we'll put through a, non, a non-invite type of um, a communication but otherwise we really screen those out really well otherwise you guys would be getting just inundated we 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 screen a lot of uh, connections out for you that are spams and scams and stalkers and all kinds of different people that just want to get your money and all that so we just take care of you that way and only put through the speaking invites but you can go to um, other women that are in your community or in your state or even in an organization maybe a similar denomination go to their websites reach out to them uh, directly and and make a connection some of the best ways to get speaking invitations actually is by having like um, Beth was talking about a core group that you're very familiar with you you love their ministry you support their speaking ministry they love yours and support you you're very like-minded and when you can't take an event like she said when you can't for whatever reason you're either busy or you've ruled it out um, you have these gals to just say but I know you know I have like five or six or I have three or four speakers that I can highly recommend and so when you get to know other speakers like that, uh, it just helps so much. And I love when I travel to speak, I love to have speaker meetups that I invite the womenspeakers.com gals to come to a restaurant or a scenario or something near me. And we get together and they meet each other. And I meet sometimes for the first time, meet you face-to-face and get to hear a little bit more about your story. So just say it's a wonderful thing to do is to pursue those relationships with other speakers as well. Uh, another thing I did this year is go to Speak Up Conference, uh, uh, Carol Kent's conference in Michigan happens once a year. That is a fantastic organization to get involved with. Uh, again, you get to meet a lot of speakers and uh, there and also get a lot of great training. Well, our next guest today is Angela Cugia Sanchez, and she's going to share a few of her favorite strategies with you right now. You know, there's so many good tips that you can actually learn on the women's speaker site. But for myself, I have found that um, 
you know, I, you know, it's easy to kind of tend to get disorganized with paperwork everywhere, and I like to, you know, make notes. So a couple things. First of all, I like to make sure that I have everything in writing because a lot of times you'll call someone and talk to them on the phone, and you'll get all the information and details, right. and, you know, I'll jot down a whole bunch of little things on, you know, pieces of paper. So what I like to do, what I've learned over the years, is to make sure to take that information immediately while it's still fresh in my mind and put it in paper form. I'll write up a Word document and file it on my computer, and then I will put it in an email confirming everything that we just said so that it's down in writing with my contact person, everything that we talked about, so that I can get it in writing and get affirmation back. And kind of along with that, another tip is I really have learned over the years to use that the folder feature of your emails. Because ah, uh, in the beginning, I didn't too. do that, and then I'd be hunting through, you know, doing searches for my emails. <laughs> now I immediately make a folder in my email for the yes. event and the location, and then every time I have an email that relates to that, I'll stick it right in that folder. And it's very easy even to go back and say, okay, now let me see all the places I've spoken or the, you know, the, you know, the locations or the events that I did, and it, that has helped me a lot. So those are two really good tips, I think, that will help people. Awesome. That's fantastic. And one of the things that I do is I do it by the year, so I have like 2018, yes. all the speaking engagements, and then at the end of 2018, I put a Z dash in front and then that just drops the bottom but they're still always there maybe they invite me back six years later yeah i've got all the notes from before you know it's just such a great way i love i I do the same thing too yeah (laughs) i love email folders they're so helpful well, you've been listening to Angela Kujia Sanchez. She's also one of our featured speakers over at womenspeakers.com. Love her heart, love her ministry. Hope that you will go and introduce yourself to her. Okay, our last guest today is Beth Bingaman, and I'm going to share her content now that I have a few more things to share with you before the end of the hour. Okay, I do several things. One is I have an Excel, Excel spreadsheet that I keep track of all of my incoming money, all of my income, and all of my expenses, and they're just categorized. So that is a huge financial help at tax time. And then I do, I keep all of my written work in, I'm a Word document person, but in folders. I'll tell you one thing I've learned, I have kept the organization by the, the organization that I was speaking for. So, you know, let's say First Baptist Church of wherever, and then it'll have the speaking that I did there and whatever notes I have. Sometimes I write it all out. Sometimes it's just notes. But what I've figured out is now I want to go back and I want to find, you know, hearts of humility, and I have to remember what church that I spoke to when I did that. And so now I have to go back in and reorganize that so that I also have it in by title of of the speaking of the retreat or whatever it is. So that's kind of been a mistake that I've caught up, but that has caught up with me actually. (laughs) Yeah. And I think on the word doc, I think one of the things that I encourage you guys to do is um, start an Excel form, you know, in your Excel, have a a column that has uh, like your church name, your topic title, and then keywords, like the different things you talked about or even, even um, scripture verses. And you can then you can just search. You can just quick do a search of all of it, and you can find which files file it's in. So I learned that from Paper Tiger, 
and you can just create. And your I own will adopt cell. that. Thank you. <laughs> That's a great idea. Yeah, because when you're actually when you're doing it, you know, you have to have that contact information for that church somewhere anyway. So you might as well just put your put your um, keywords in there too. At least for me, is if I go to write a blog post on a scripture and I think, you know, I have I did a retreat where I used those verses. If I could go to Excel and find that scripture, I could find right. what I've already written to add exactly. to a blog post. Oh, exactly. And yeah, then you know later you. later when you guys are pulling together a book, all of a sudden mm-hmm. all of your illustrations, everything, you can just go right back and get that. Because I'm like you too. You know, when you've been speaking for, you know, ten, twenty years or whatever, mm-hmm. you have a lot of notes. You have a lot. And it's like, where did I ever use that before? <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> oh, you're much fun. Well, this has been great, Beth. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Well, you've been listening to Beth Bingaman, one of our featured speakers at womenspeakers.com. And again, um, can't say enough how grateful I am for these gals taking time to spend with us to share some of their strategies. There's so much more you can learn from them. Their uh, Facebook Lives and uh, audios and videos are over at facebook.com forward slash Christian Women Speakers Directory. And otherwise you can just type into the search bar Christian Women Speakers Directory and you'll find it there. Okay, before we leave, I wanted to just dive into this Excel thing a little bit more. Beth and I were talking about it there. But what I have is an Excel document and I've got some categories like uh, the first the first column is the book or program it's in. So like if it's in my book Flow Through Vessel, I just use the abbreviation FTV. If it's in the Spy Code Certification SPI, if it's in the 21 day uh, day win program, then it's just 21 DW. You know, so you can make these abbreviations so you know exactly where you used it first. I even have the page number that it starts on in those. And then I have the topic. So what is it exactly we're talking about? And then um, you can have the Bible verses in there that you typically use, the passages that you typically use and how they cross over will come by, you can sort this. That was so beautiful is you can sort it. You can sort it by which resource it's in or by which resource and then what page it's on or just by the topic category. And you can even have your, you can have another section, another column that says what type of a topic it is. So maybe you separate them out um, as something lighthearted or something dig deep or soul searching. You know, you can have the fun, the humorous, you can have the the cry, you know, however you want to do it. What's really fun for me then and what I do is let's say that I'm I'm looking at an example of one right here in front of me. And what I have is that Friday night was going to be on the topic refresh. Saturday morning I was going to speak on relax. Saturday afternoon I was going to speak on recharge. And Sunday morning I was going to speak on release. So we had these um, these section or category uh, titles that I was going to speak on. And then I just went down my list of topics and I X'd for Friday everything that I thought, you know, Spirit, just leave me here. Everything that I thought would be a good uh, a good illustration or analogy or story or scripture or whatever to talk about during that session. I had, of, of course, I'll always have more than I need. And so then I just pray through, you know, you resort it so that you see what you X for Saturday, what you X for Sunday, you know, like that, which you X for each session. And then you sort it so that you can see them all together. Sometimes you have overlap. Well, that's great. Now let's decide, okay, which one does it really feel more like? More like relax or recharge or more like refresh or release like that. And then at the end, you have this just beautiful 
um, program that's completely 100% unique to that group, but it was easy for you to pull together because of the use of the Excel. I, I just love Excel, and I know some of the younger generation are like, you guys are so old that use Excel, but Excel just has many advantages because it is so, so very simple to use. Another thing you can use Excel for is to just keep track of your contacts. And, you know, they say seven touches to have someone become familiar with you or recognize that you might be uh, a good match for them. And so you could have just on the left-hand side a person's name, their contact information, and then across the top, just one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and then a column for when they booked you and a column for um, the date that you're going to go speak and then a column for the thank you afterwards. <laughs> I mean, it could be very simple. You know, when you've hit seven with somebody, uh, and I just put the dates in there, that I, I that I touched them or we had a conversation or whatever, um, is you can use a CRM for this. Um, Nimble is just a fantastic, nimble.com is a fantastic CRM to help you do this, a customer, um, customer relationship management uh, program there. And that helps you pull in all your social media so you can really see where you're doing this. And you can even put a flag on what day you want to contact them again. And, uh, you know, don't kill them. Don't call them every day or every week even. But um, every month or every three months or every six months or every year, uh, just go ahead and do a, a follow-up with them. All of these things matter and they help. One of the things that was touched on during the program today was that, I think it was Kimberly, uh, but I'm not exactly sure who said it, but she said she liked to ask, you know, did you want something more lighthearted or want something dig deeper soul searching? So the question that I use um, with event planners is when they're leaving, when the women are leaving your whatever banquet or retreat or conference or whatever, when the women are leaving, how do you want them to feel? And I'll usually get a, a quiet response. And I'm like, well, do you want them to feel um excited and motivated to do something different? Do you want them to feel very contemplative? Do you want them to feel extremely loved? Do you want them to feel exuberant and hilarious? You know, like they just want to go high five everybody. How is it? And you, this is a really important question to ask and you need to have it on your list somewhere of things to ask because if you do an awesome job and everybody's out in the in the foyer afterwards high-fiving each other and hugging and and laughing and just having a great time but the planner was really envisioning a long um, in-depth uh, altar time <laughs> you know I mean you just missed the mark and you didn't even know it so some of these questions are really helpful to just ask ahead of time and I love the response of event planners a lot of them say wow you know you're the first person that ever asked me that or they will say that is such a great question let me take that back to my team and actually ask them what they think the other thing I wanted to talk about right now and we're just about out of time but is um, packing to travel and over at the womenspeakers.com forward slash kickstart page at the bottom under the organizational resources, uh, I have the Africa packing list, and this is the list that um, uh, uh, Pauline Berwick, sorry about that, lost her name for a moment there, uh, donated to me and to you all before my first trip to Africa. And I was like, I don't even have a clue. You know, I, I want to take I want to take everything I need, but I don't want to bring the whole, you know, pharmacy with or the whole house with or anything. So how would I begin? And Pauline just graciously uh, contributed to us her list, and she travels to Africa all the time. I've used the same list to go to India and other places. So just this is a wonderful resource if you're starting to travel internationally for speaking and you have not done that before. I encourage you to check out the packing list also. So many great resources. I have had such a blast 
doing this kickstart with you guys. Uh, thank you for all of you who participated, uh, both in the Facebook Lives as well as the Facebook group, and for all of those of you who have contacted us directly and uh, are active over at womenspeakers.com. Such a joy. And I look forward to seeing what God is going to do in the next year in your ministries as well as womenspeakers.com. And I would love to uh, support you in any way possible. And so be sure to visit Marnie.com, M-A-R-N-I-E.com, as well as womenspeakers.com. Thanks. I hope you have a wonderful rest of the day, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.